Welcome to the Black Girl Burnout Podcast. Kelly here. And today I'm excited to introduce you to our guest interview. We are speaking with Les Alfred. She is the founder and host of the Balanced Black Girl Podcast. It's also an online wellness community that's focused on mind, body health, habits, spacious productivity, financial wellness, and self-care. Her mission is to help others create nourishing habits that help them create the necessary space to live their best lives. She launched the podcast in 2018, and since then, Balanced Black Girl has garnered over 7 million downloads and has 1,500 five-star reviews, being featured by Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Les is brilliant. She's created an incredible platform, and we have a really rich, wonderful discussion about what led her to create this platform, why she does what she does, and how she opts out of struggle and how the Balanced Black Girl podcast and platform just reinforces that concept. Let's jump into our interview with Les. For a long time, I've been a rider. Les, I am so excited to have another fellow podcaster on and to have you specifically. So, one, how are you today? Welcome. Hi, Kelly. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here. I am doing wonderful. That is great. And I always let people, of course, you did your beautiful intro already, but I always like people to introduce themselves. So, Tell us who you are, Les. Tell us who you are, how you define yourself. Amazing. Yes, my name is Les. Uh, I am a podcast host, content creator. I host a podcast called Balanced Black Girl, where I have wellness conversations. And even though wellness is a big part of what I do, I also just see it as a big part of who I am. I became interested in wellness in my early 20s and adopted a set of habits that I'm really grateful for that have really served me and grown with me. And so I just I identify as a full fledged wellness girly and I'm constantly refining my practices and habits to better serve me in each season that I'm in. I love that. I love the refinement conversation because I think you know we talk about here on this podcast, the opt out is a discipline like that concept of leaving things behind that don't serve you and doing yeah. the right things for yourself. It's not a destination. It's a discipline. And so I love the way you've languished that by saying it's a refinement process. You haven't like peaked at wellness. You're not wellness isn't like an arrived destination. It's something you work hard at doing. When you talk about refining, what has that been like for you and for you to even know that, that needs to happen, how that's happened for you when you talk about refinement? I think knowing that we need refinement does tend to happen in life's natural seasons. So when I first became interested in wellness, I was 20 and now I'm 33. And so a lot happens between when you're 20 and when you're 33. What I needed at 20 is not what I need at all at 33. And so being honest with myself about the different seasons of my life has been really important. And also looking at how do I want to feel? Because also how I want to feel at this current stage in my life is really different than how I wanted to feel a decade ago. And a decade from now, I'm going to want to feel really different. And so making sure that I'm constantly tapped into that and making adjustments to support myself through that is really important. I, I love that phrasing. I also love using seasons. And I do think it using that word is just so powerful because it it's 
about change, right? And it's mm-hmm. about knowing what works for you in which time. The same way if we're in a place that has all four seasons, you know, okay, I've got to change. I got to dress this way or I've got to eat yeah. this way or I've got to live this way because winter is here or I want to like be cozy in this season or I want to be out in summer, whatever that is. And I think that is just really well said and beautiful and segues to what I want to talk to you about today, which is opting out of struggle. I mean, just hearing the way you speak hearing how you talk about what you do and who you are is very much shows that you are not, it doesn't seem like you're in a life of struggle. Doesn't mean you don't have your moments, but you're not living a struggle (laughs) life, right? And so one of the things that we talk about in this podcast is the power of knowing that that kind of myth that we're meant to struggle or be exhausted or be overworked as black women is a lie but it takes some realization and acknowledgement and yeah. burnout shows up when we're in struggle, right? So how have you opted out of that kind of struggle mentality? Have you experienced burnout? How has that shown up for you? And then how did you shift? Did you know Black Girl Burnout has a YouTube channel now? We created this channel to give you even more bonus content, things you will not find on the podcast like Hey Girl Chats. This is where we build community through conversation with ordinary women like you and myself. It's informal. It's fun. We guarantee you're going to love it. Also on the channel will be affirmations dropped monthly, as well as guided meditations and all our guest interviews. So head over to YouTube and opt in by subscribing to our channel and catch all the new content. Our lives are filled with compromise. But one area a Black woman should never compromise on is her health. If you're looking for a tool that can help you find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable, listen to you, and prioritize your health, check out ZocDoc. You can search by location, availability, and insurance. So literally, there'll be no compromises because with ZocDoc, you've got more options than you know. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. All of these doctors have verified reviews from actual real patients. You can filter specifically for the ones who take your insurance, are located near you, and treat basically any condition you're searching for. I've used ZocDoc myself to find members of my medical team, and it has been so easy to use and connect with the right providers for me. Go to ZocDoc.com slash BGB and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash BGB. ZocDoc.com slash BGB. What if 2024 you got a little bit better every day? Well, when you're learning a new language with Babbel, that's exactly what you're doing. And if Babbel can help you start speaking a new language in just three weeks, imagine what you could do in a full year. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. You don't need to pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. I have loved using Babbel. As you may know, I used to live in Italy, and Babbel helped me be able to speak to vendors, navigate vacation spots, ask for directions. It just made life easier. Babbel's 10-minute lessons are quick and handcrafted by hundreds of language experts that you can start learning to speak a language in as little as three weeks. 
is designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, plus all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 50% off a one-time payment for a lifetime Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash bgb. Get 50% off at babbel.com slash bgb, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bgb. Rules and restrictions may apply. Definitely. I've absolutely experienced burnout. And when I think about my experiences with burnout, it's often because of misalignment. It's not only just maybe being busy and having a lot of things on your plate. You know, I have a lot of things on my plate right now, but I don't particularly feel burned out because the things on my plate are aligned and are things that I want to lean into and things that I feel invested in. But when our plates are really full of things that are taking us out of alignment, maybe we're focused on other people's priorities and we're not tapped into our own, that's when burnout can definitely happen. And I've for sure been there, especially in earlier adulthood. I had a lot of career struggles, like my career, especially in my early to mid 20s, it was just such a thing. And I felt so defined by it. I had such a hard time with it. And I was constantly struggling because I felt very stuck in spaces that I didn't want to be working with people I didn't want to work with, doing things I didn't want to do, working these jobs that were just hard and just not financially where I wanted to be and the stress of that. And when I started looking more for alignment and leaning more into my interests and just making small changes wherever I could, those small changes really compounded over time. Yeah, I, it is small things, right? And what do you think the first small thing is that you did? Do you remember? I know it's been a bit, but it, do you remember? Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of it, and not to sound cliche or corny, but it was mindset. It was believing that I could have different, that I could do different, beginning to expand what I believed was possible and taking tiny steps to do things that were a little bit outside of my comfort zone until being outside of that comfort zone became the norm. My comfort zone became a lot bigger and that became normal. Yeah. And what do you think beyond, I love the concept of believing in the possible, right? And saying that it is possible for me to to be different. Where do you think, I think it takes a lot of courage to think that though, right? Mm-hmm. It's not easy and it goes against what you probably see around you, particularly in your yeah. 20s where you're looking around and you're like, everybody's kind of miserable. I think this is just like, this is corporate life. Like I think this yep. is just, what it's supposed to be. Where did you find that inner voice that told you it could be different? Or did you find that? What was the journey for you kind of discovering that about yourself? Yeah, that was a really hard one because I didn't have many people around me who didn't have that experience. And, you know, I was struggling a lot in corporate America in my early career. And I also had a lot of guilt and a lot of shame around how much I was struggling because I was a first generation college student and I was kind of the first person in my family to be in that position. And I was getting a lot of messaging of, well, you're doing better than we did. You need to be grateful. What do you want? This is as good as it gets. And I'm like, I am grateful for the stability, but I don't I don't believe that this being so far out of alignment is as good as it gets. And what could that look like? Yeah. And you talk about alignment and values, and that is very true. This is something I talk about when I do burnout work which is that the first step is coming to some sort of authenticity with yourself, 
which is then knowing what is your values and what is then brings you into alignment. Are you actually living those values? And so for you, what what are the things that you were, were misaligned and what are the things that you were looking for that, that made you feel aligned? What were your values? Yeah, I think something that is really, really important to me is having a sense of spaciousness. I personally just don't like being confined or overscheduled or having everything be so locked in. And so when I feel like I don't have any time that is mine, I don't have any space to just think and be quiet and be still, which was my life for a long time. I had very high stress jobs. I had horrible commutes where if I wasn't working, I was in the car. If I wasn't in the car, I was working. And there was just no space for other interests, for other things. And so now kind of forcing myself to take a beat and to take a pause and to give myself space, whether that is space in my week, space in my days, space in how I talk and slowing things down a little bit is really, really important to me. Yeah, I think the concept of space is as a powerful one. I think everybody needs physical space just in general. We don't do well if we're stuck in something small. But also the journey to healing is having even the space to think about what you like, what you don't like, who you are, where your values are. And making that a priority is something that usually falls down on the list. Like many people just go from, like you talked about, if you weren't commuting, you were at work, there just wasn't any space to really process your life or prioritize the things that mattered. And I, I do think that space is a key to you getting there. And so as you moved out of struggle and into what you wanted, right, what types of changes did you make to be like where you are now in the sense of how did you, you left your job, I'm guessing at this point you don't do that anymore, right? So what was that like, the decision to say, I'm going to leave behind corporate to pursue this other, this other lifestyle? Yeah, you know, I have had a lot of experiences going in and out of corporate. I actually am still in corporate. I just am in a better situation in corporate, a better fit for me, doing better work that is just more aligned with me, building the skills I want to build, having the flexibility that is important to me. When I first made that leap, though, that was not the case. And I ended up making the leap to a very different, low-paying job that had me financially not in a good position. And so I kind of traded one struggle for another. I traded the stress and the being just kind of understimulated in that monotony of that corporate space that I was in to doing work that I thought was more interesting and dynamic and fun, but then I had no money. And so then that brought on a different type of struggle. And so it took me a while and a couple of transitions to find that happy medium. And so it, it was just trying things taking risks, throwing spaghetti at the wall. I failed a lot. I stumbled a lot. I made decisions that a lot of people in my life didn't understand. And I just kind of had to stumble around until I figured out a sweet spot. Yeah, I think a lot of people have that experience and that for our listeners listening to you, like there's things that you're saying over and over again. You talk about realignment. You talk about space. But you're also talking about the right to pivot and change. And that it is a process, you know, similar for myself. I figured out what I didn't want. I, I was really good at running away from things, right? This is yeah. a fit. But I didn't know what I was running toward. Like, what actually did I want? I didn't give space to being like, well, what does the ideal life look like? So there was a lot of years. <laughs> My mm -hmm. 20s were filled of like bouncing around. Oh, this ain't it. Let me take a left turn. Oh, that wouldn't it. Let me go right. 
And I think what's really powerful for our listeners and for people who I'm sure relate to that is that you can find a blend. You can find a happy medium if you are willing to say this isn't working Mm -hmm. and pivot. I think that's the key. You have to admit it to yourself. Like this ain't working. This was nice, but not exactly what I wanted and be willing to, to do that. And I think that can be difficult, particularly for black women, when we've been kind of programmed in a way that accomplishment and getting ahead and very narrow definitions of that, by the way, that are inherited from like racial trauma. And like, you know, if you're the first and go to college or maybe you're a first generation of an immigrant or whatever, there's the stories that we tell ourselves as black women that keep us circling this not quite hitting what makes us joyful, but still getting up and striving and circling for it. So I think it's beautiful to hear the way that you've done that and that now you have that piece where you didn't leave corporate behind. You just made corporate fit for you. Yeah, exactly. Which people don't, they don't believe is possible. And I think it is, (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) which is why when we come back, because we're going to be with us all week, we, I want to talk about joy in your professional yeah. life because I think it sounds like I don't want to speak for you. It sounds like you're in a much better place now professionally mm-hmm. where you feel there is joy in your profession to be had. So I want to talk about how you got there and how you keep there, how you stay there in that space of joy. So when we come back with Les, we're going to talk about how she finds joy in her professional life. So that's it for today's episode. Here are a few ways where you can support this podcast. First things first, if you haven't, subscribe and follow the podcast. We're streaming on all major platforms. That's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, just to name a few. Subscribe and get each new episode as it drops. Secondly, subscribe to the newsletter. We have a monthly newsletter that is chock full of goodness and updates, as well as first access to all the giveaways we do here at Black Girl Burnout. Are you following us on our socials? If not, what are you waiting for? You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Black Girl Burnout and on Twitter at BLK Girl Burnout. Last but not least, make our day and leave a review. Your five stars truly Give me and the team so much energy, and we appreciate you so much. Until we speak next, take care of yourself and take care of each other.